are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way i literally went to the polls with nothing in mind i saw a can of orange soda in the parking lot <laughs> and it's i was like yeah, there we go an unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude your podcast sucks it's mental mate it's absolutely mental i'll be honest i thought it was kind of offensive when you talk so much about the loch ness monster political climate it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming <laughs> andrew and eric couple of conspiracy retards and andrew treat yourself okay especially if you start i don't know getting getting in good with homeless people unauthorized opinions streaming everywhere at uopod.com and a cock a doodly doodly good morning eric butler how's my video quality i didn't even ask uh the video quality is fine it's definitely not morning but whatever it's morning somewhere japan for example i think i don't i literally don't know they could be it's tomorrow and yeah i guess it's tomorrow morning in japan i have no idea it's tomorrow morning in japan it's tomorrow morning here um (laughs) What's the weather like there? Uh, it's actually not bad. I, I got a little triggered last week because it was <laughs> it was it was over a hundred, and I thought that was like w- once you get one or two days of that, you're like, oh, is this it? Like this is what uh, we're doing for the next four months? But it's dropped. It's like it's bearable. It's like it's like low eighties, low to mid eighties. So this I can deal with. The, hmm. That that do any anything after like ninety five is like what does it even matter? It's like it, no, it's just it's all it's, India. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But we got I think we only got um I think we only got like a week until it goes back to the hundreds. They they said, and I, I heard this on the news, the local news, that it wasn't going <laughs> it wasn't going to break ninety this weekend for Cinco de Mayo with the, the mm. Mexicans. You know. I've learned that that's not a holiday working for an American company. You guys have a lot less holidays than us. I just want to point that out. I'm Wait, sure are you I've telling me before. Cinco de Mayo is an actual holiday in Canada? No way. No, it's not, but we just have way more holidays. Oh, okay. In, in general, yeah. You guys Family Day, for example, is a nice one we made up. Weird commies. That's right. No working. Um, we got some interesting stories today for the bonus podcast. You're listening on Spotify, Google, Apple, and iHeartRadio. And uh, if you're watching, you're on Patreon, Pat Rion, as they call it in France. Um, we've got a interesting story of some dumpster diving women. I'm interested to get to your feedback on this one what do you think of it it's two women from where was it a quakerstown or something pennsylvania something quaker related in pennsylvania and they dumpster dive and they say they get four to five grand a month in dumpster diving in rich neighborhoods so let's take a look oh yeah yeah i just came up on the best dumpster of my freaking life salty's taking a nap salty i need you to wake up oh my god Holy shit, look, Ugg, I've got two big Ugg comforters. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God, this is my biggest time by myself. Salty's not here with me. Oh, holy All right, so we got this thing. That thing. Okay, awesome. Waterproof mattress pad. Look at this. Ugh, that's adorable. Jester would love that. No, he won't. What am I kidding? That, all of these, 
I want you to see the other girl too that she's partner with. There's no top, but um, they didn't cut the cord, so that'll still probably work. Neutral bullet. Um, um, okay, so it's not two comforters, like I said. It looks like it's like a sheet set type of thing. Whatever, still cool. Chair, box open, but it, it looks to be like it's in good condition still. And look at this, look at this. You ready for this? I've always wanted one of these. Are you kidding me? Hold on, you ready? Now that sounded weird. So yeah, Salty will wake up and then we will go take both. Who in so the world is doing the this other at woman. this thrift store? Oh, look at that. That's cute. So that Eric, so they're dumpster diving. See if there's anything else interesting. I don't think there is. They're dumpster diving, Eric. Um, they say they do it in rich neighborhoods. Do you believe this woman with a septum piercing and face tattoos? And I mean, only Hershey. Canadians will get this reference of the other woman looks like she's from South Oshawa. But, which you drove through, by the way, you were privy to Oshawa, where the mall was. What do you think about this? Well, first of all, she's got more than face tattoos. I mean, her whole hand <laughs> is, I mean, she's got, so she's, if she's, she, she's dumpster diving. So we don't know, is that how she's paying her rent? How she, I mean, she's yes. got thousands, thousands of dollars worth of tattoos all over her face and hands. And I have tattoos, but like, lady, you got to take it back a notch. So she's obviously, um. She's obviously tattooed herself out of the job market, presumably, unless she wants to. <laughs> I don't, what there's a handful. You can go be a barber. You can be a tattoo artist. You can be a piercing. Person. There's only a couple things you can do. But um, this to me does seem fake. Some somebody's lying somewhere. Like you just you you pulled all that stuff. You pulled a white UGG pillow, like a little, not like um. What was that thing? It kind of looks like a chair, but it's just a big pillow. It was come. Yeah. You pulled that out of a dumpster and it's completely white. I don't mm. know if I'm buying any of that. This almost seems to me, and look, I don't want to get in trouble, but it almost seems like it's probably more of like a credit card fraud or something scheme where they're buying stuff or maybe, I, I don't know exactly what's going on. But then the ne the next question is, so they're dumpster diving and then they're selling that stuff on Amazon. They have an Amazon account. They have an eBay account. How are they actually retrieving four to five grand a month by dump diving in the dumpster? So something's not adding up here to me. And then after you get that money, you spend it presumably on, on more tattoos. So it's not adding up. I can't say exactly what's happening, but somebody's lying. And as I mentioned to you, it's like the opposite of a story. I should have sent it to you. Darn it. I forgot, but... Um, that the lady, uh, one of the YSL co-defendants from the notorious mm -hmm. YSL Rico, uh, Rico case, I guess they don't have enough money to actually pay for lawyers. So apparently there's a public defender working on one of the co-defendants case. Mm. And she says she's not making enough money and is going to OnlyFans. So how are these people dumpster diving, making five grand a month, but a lawyer in the state of Georgia is only making $15,000 for a multiple... A, a case that has spanned more than a year something's not adding up bro everything's fake <laughs> better call Saul so they say yes they're dumpster diving full time now since February I think it was and that they sell it on this app that has auctions and live stream offense whatnot is what it was called and I don't even have any notes on the ceiling over there it was called whatnot I've never used the app I looked it up and it appears to be, you know, the secondhand hawking app. Now, to your point, a very valid point about the things being very 
in very good quality. They say it's in rich neighborhoods. How many rich neighborhoods are there in Pennsylvania for them to dumpster dive around? I don't know. They also say they dumpster dive around thrift shops. Who's not calling the police on them? I also don't know that. But what I think, and don't sue me, tattoo lady, because this is just speculation and hearsay and uh, forget the other word that's not legally binding. (laughs) I think they're stealing it and then being like, hey, look what we found. The perfect way to cover your your theft you you get caught with all this stuff you've seen it on cops they pull the they pull over the guy in the rusty pickup truck he's got all these tools he says he found them in the garbage if these people aren't being caught you make a video of yourself collecting all this stuff look at all these ugg boots i found these michael kors bags was one gucci wallet or handbag or whatever it was Oh, actually, officer, I found that in the dumpster and I have video evidence of the day that I found it. I That's my job. I dumpster dive. How are you going to claim that on your taxes? I don't know. Do you have to claim things you found in your taxes and sales as such? I don't know. I think given the credibility and from what I know from people who look like from South Oshawa, Ontario, Canada and face tattoo people that aren't rappers um, like Kasky and Yellow Wolf, bless them. I think there's something else going on here. And I'm also told that the companies do not just throw out Louis Vuitton handbags and Michael Coors stuff. They, I'm told, this is hearsay as well, that they examine them and then put them up for their own auctions. I would hate to see the person who just says, Gucci handbag, throw it in the garbage. We haven't sold it. It's got a slight, like, slight problem with it. Throw it in the garbage. I don't think that exists. They claim it's probably older people who don't know any better. So I think I'm right there with you, Eric. And, well, uh, did, maybe I'm, it. maybe I didn't, s- I remember more of the UGG stuff. Did, did, am I missing something? I don't re- really remember. No, I, I, Gucci handbags I reviewed in there. it. I reviewed it. There is a Gucci. Oh wallet, yeah. I didn't watch the whole or, thing. Sorry. Um, a Louis Vuitton, um, purse and a michael kors wallet or vice versa but those okay. those words were in there i can confirm there's a fox news article about it there might even be an andrew on blaze media art article about it that one so, could reference through so, do you think now hypothetically i'm not saying this would be the case but hypothetically in a different you know maybe maybe in a dream sequence or something if they were to be stealing this stuff are you talking like the the good old San Francisco smash and grab because I it some things feels to me more like a scam like they've stolen some they've stolen that they've, does make a lot of sense that it would be an easier way you get the old credit card scam going and you cover your tracks by saying you found it either way I think it's too good to be true and like wouldn't you be outing baiting your scene as the kids used to say when we were young Eric I don't know if that phrase was around uh, when you were a kid in the San Fran. They're baiting their scene by posting about this online. But to that, you might say, hey, they might become the first dumpster divers to make it big storage ward style, storage war style. Okay. Baiting on dumpsters. Before we move on, I do have just a, I I have a very quick story about these women that I knew who did dumpster dive. This was many years ago. I was in, I was in college. I was in San Francisco and one of my college buddies he was from Reno, Nevada. I don't know, three or four hours away. And he invited some of his friends from Reno to San Francisco. So, okay, all right, well, we'll, you know, we'll have a couple people over or whatever, you know, some beers. We're young. We're like just maybe just turned 21. And they come and they bring us this food. And they're like, oh, we brought you this stuff. They brought like fruit and 
and snacks and stuff. And and we, we don't even touch it. And then the next day we see the bags and there's like little maggots and stuff in it. And then they tell us that they had got it from a dumpster in Reno and drove it in their car from Reno to San Francisco. So that is my that's my picture of how dumpster diving goes is rotten fruit and maggots. And these people are pretending that they, they're <laughs> making five thousand dollars a month dumpster diving. So I, I'm not really buying it. Um, yeah, so we don't believe them. And I don't know if you saw any of the comments on our Richie the Barber video. Got a got a lot of comments. Uh, Anti-Eric comments, I'll say, for not believing Richie the Barber. I did see um, some of those. I did see some of those, um, but I don't care. All right, fair enough. I mean, you, dude, you're you're gonna let's let, let me just this man wants wants, wants me <laughs> you to have believe. to let me reply. Uh, okay, like in, when they do that in in uh, <laughs> like Congress congressional hearings. This man who's tattooed himself on purpose to look like a clown wants me to believe that he was invited to an elite Hollywood party where a woman had a chunk of her buttocks removed, fried, <laughs> and eaten by other people, and he and he goes on a podcast and talks about it? Uh, no. no. All right. What we're about to see here um, is a is it a smash and grab in lovely San Fran or Oakland? It's in the Bay Area. I believe the, the town may be unspecified, but it's a Bay Area Instagram account. And I think what's kind of strange here is that it's just a smash. I don't even think it's a smash and grab. I think it's just smash a smash. And grab. Interesting. Yeah. Let's get that between us. Bay Area is the page here. Um, it's vertical, so it fits right between. All right. Just for once, stop pretending. You're on the computer anyways. You always got your cell phone in your hand. So just take a quick moment. Sign up to the Patreon, patreon.com slash uopod. You will not regret it. You're going to see us fly off the handle and say all the things that we can't say on YouTube lest we be kicked off and shunned from society. So sign up to the Patreon. Appreciate it. He's not grabbing anything. Not yet. <laughs> I like the guy in the beige jacket. Again, another Osh. He could be, I guess, Walmart's the same everywhere, pretty much. But another Oshawa character. Uh, everybody stay back. <laughs> He's an off-duty Walmart guy. Smock being revealed after he takes off his coat. So they're not going to do anything. Right? This is California. You're going to give him an award. Guys, get away from that's it, eh? That's it. So it's just a smash, I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. He didn't grab anything. He didn't run gonna, away. The what doesn't run away? Or no? Oh, he, he didn't he grab didn't, anything. Run yeah, away. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think this is just part and parcel for California, Eric. Um, and you know, I wish we had the Second Amendment here for a litany of reasons, not to murder the guy. <laughs> That's what you're thinking. But what I'm saying is, is we just don't have that sort of stuff happen here for better or for worse. Um, it's just not something I I'm, I'm privy to, I'm privileged to get to witness. Uh, let me ask you this, Eric, in all the places you've lived, maybe even in Arizona, is there a big theft problem at Walmarts and stuff like that because of self checkouts? Um, I don't believe so. Uh, not not in Arizona. I mean, you know what we were having was um, the catalytic converters. That was everywhere. Right. People, people were stealing catalytic converters, and they the cops found like a warehouse full of them. But I don't think, and I've seen this just from you know my recent trip uh, to the East Coast. 
where I told you and I didn't take any pictures or any videos, which I should have, but you know, hindsight's 2020. Um, before the, the footage went viral of the Target in San Francisco where everything is behind glass and you can't shop, you literally have to get an employee to walk you around the whole store to buy a handful of things. Um, it, it's very different. I mean, they have toothpaste, deodorant, um, just regular stuff. I mean, we're not talking like, I mean, what would typically be behind glass? Uh, I guess makeup stuff. I, for whatever reason, I guess chicks still makeup and yes, uh, that is a hair very neutral thing to do. Yeah, um, you've got your jewelry, makeup, watches. But yeah, you don't even video have... games. Okay, video games I think are always going to be behind. But even a little thing, right? Like um, in a Walgreens or a CVS, a little drugstore, the you have like the little cheap little sunglasses or cheap little reading glasses that'll have like these giant you know, sensors on them in San Francisco or in New York and, and they don't hear. It's just the little things too that you just kind of notice is like people are living mm. with a little bit more freedom, right? And not that this this perhaps is apples to oranges, but it's it almost reminds me of like the parking structure, right? When you're when you're in San Francisco or New York, anywhere you park your car, you have to read five signs with the hours, the times, the arrows, this, that, and the other. And then mm -hmm. when you're in Arizona, you just park the car and, and almost, you almost feel guilty. Mm -hmm. You're like, wait, is this, is it, am I, is it cool to park here? There's no signs. There's no, like, is my car going to get towed? It's, that's almost how it is in the store. It's like, wait, so I don't have to get an employee to, to buy a can of spray paint. I don't have to get an employee to, to buy mascara. I don't have to get an employee to, to pick up a, a two pack of deodorant. It's like, is everything okay? But, but because in those other places, they're so on edge. So they clearly have the problems. Um, this guy, however, to bring it, bring it back to this clip, he's just, I mean, he, he doesn't even look like he's after anything. He's probably, bro, he's, he's probably just in a whole nother world. Like, I don't know if you remember that clip from the doors movie where Jim Morrison, they're like doing like a, <laughs> yeah. a press conference and he's just like on this completely, he doesn't know, know what's going on. Reminiscent <laughs> last thing here of the video we watched a handful of weeks ago of the guy kicking down the, the stoplight in San Francisco. It's mm -hmm. like, we can see them because we're all living in, in reality, like in the world, but in their mind, they're probably climbing through a jungle or, or defending themselves from the, the, the serpents that are attacking that, you know, who knows what, what those people are doing. And this is happening as a Gavin Newsom is saying, he's going to uh, send in the national guard and the CHP, which is all just, it's all fake. It's all press conference stuff. You know, they rule by, they rule by press conference and nothing's going to change. Mm -hmm. um, after Walgreens left after whole foods closed. Now you have, the two of the biggest retailers, Nordstrom and Saks Fifth Avenue, leaving San Francisco, and you watch this video, and you can't. You there's nothing you can say that would. I mean, that that alone, that one scene, it makes sense for a giant retailer to say, you know what, it's just not worth it for us here. So it's only a matter of time before Walmart leaves, just like they did Portland. Mm -hmm. And I don't see how it's sustainable. When I see those videos with everything behind the glass, what happens when it gets busy? You have 50 people standing um, in the aisles asking for you to open stuff, and it's going to happen at different times. I don't see how that's sustainable at all. They might as well sell and close the locations. Not that anyone's going to buy them. I don't know how that works out. And to your point about the guy smashing the, the, the light and everything, and this guy smashing the counters, it's like 
it, it's like those videos from New York that they used to be more viral back in the day. It was stepping over this homeless person. It's like people get conditioned to a point where that stuff is normal. And it reminds me of people like the lovely Seth Rogen saying getting your car broken into is just, you know, it's City a crossover life. between uh, the former mayor of London or is he still the mayor? It's part and parcel of being in London is a knife attack. It's part and parcel of getting your window smashed with one of those little Antifa loving things, punctures on uh, the streets of San Francisco, I guess. But yeah, uh, all in all here, Eric, I think we can agree that all Walmarts are the same. Shred of juice world. Absolutely. All Walmart, all Walmarts are the same. And I just want to lastly state here that when we talk about a place like San Francisco right now in May, 2023, the district attorney and the mayor are both black women. So how is this going to work for them? It can't fail then, I believe is the rule. That's the winning combination. So um, Eric Adams is also in the news. It's like some people are going to think I edited right there. I stopped so quickly and moved on. And so, and then I'm just in a different position. Um, Eric Adams complaining about Joe Biden, which is so ironic. We've been doing this show for, I think, a year and a half. If not, It's got to be more, right? It's a weekly show over 100 episodes, two years almost. And Eric Adams has had his roller coaster. Let's see the, what's this video we're about to watch. This is uh, this is him kind of bashing Joe Biden or kind of blaming Joe Biden for the problem, but also making sure that he plays the race card very heavily. Mm. Might I add? All right, Eric Adams. Uh, he can he's barely the mayor. Speak, you can so see on his clothes. He's labeled himself an NYC mayor. Mayor Eric Adams. <laughs> is it? Like, give us a break. Bro. Um. Plus or minus here, is he going to be speak more intelligibly than Joe Biden or just as bad or worse today? Um, a little a little bit better, but still very mm. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> America. No, wait, that's Bernie Mac. Never mind. Let's, let's be clear, because uh, we need to correct the Stop front page of the post. <laughs> this is I just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is because all polit maybe not all politicians but we do see it very heavily with certain ones and i think you know who i'm talking about when they say let's be clear they're about to throw you some word salad that means word salad is on its way let's be clear so the the you know how they're translating the the gay thesaurus or whatever the gay dictionary they need a leftist speak translation maybe that's a book don't steal that maybe that's a book idea uh, I never used the term racist. Governor ah, Abbott sent uh, asylum seekers to New York, black mayor, to Washington, black mayor, to Houston, black mayor, uh, to Los Angeles, black mayor, uh, to Denver, black mayor. He passed over thousands of cities to land huh. here. And Why so I don't be? think El Paso, I don't think Brownsville, Texas, I don't think any of those other cities should have to bear the weight of the failure in Washington, D.C. And so it was wrong for the mayor of El Paso uh, to, to do it. Uh, no one should use human beings as political pawns. And I cannot ignore the fact that Governor Abbott sent migrants only to cities where they're black mayors. And it's undermining our cities. It is not about asylum seekers and migrants. All of us came from somewhere to pursue the American dream. It is the irresponsibility of the Republican Party in Washington for refusing to do real immigration reform. And it's the irresponsibility what? of the White House for not uh, addressing this problem. 
So I'd like to go first, Eric, because he contradicted himself in his own statements here. So the first reason, Mayor Eric Adams, that the governor of Texas and other governors sent people to these cities was because they declared themselves as asylum cities. Outside sanctuary. of the U.S. law, they, sanctuary cities, sorry, they declared themselves um, untouched by federal immigration laws and said, we're sanctuary cities. D.C., New York, um, where else did he name? Los Angeles, asylum-seeking people are welcome here in these sanctuary cities. D.C. asked for them. Chicago, which he didn't name, asked for them. And then they regretted it. Then he says, El Paso, Texas shouldn't be using migrants as political pawns. El Paso, Texas is where they come over the border, guy. Like, how are you, how do you just be like, it's like somebody breaking into your house and then you complain about crime and people breaking into people's houses and then saying you're using people as breaking into houses as political pawns. How else are you supposed to talk about immigration and effect directly affecting your city to where people are sleeping in the streets? Churches are ushering people in so ICE doesn't take them, which I disagree with, of course. And, you know, sleeping in the middle of the street behind uh, houses, people's yards and stuff like that. And you can't, if you talk about that, then you're using them as political pawns. Those are a couple of points that don't make sense. And then not only does he blame Washington, which is Biden for the last couple of years, last time I checked, he then blames Republicans for not doing immigration reform, even though by any account of any sane human being, and you can go on the Custom and Border Statistics website and check the migration numbers, and I've done so many times this year alone while writing. The numbers are night and day for Obama, or sorry, from Trump to Biden. They massively increased the numbers of illegal immigrants allowed, of which they allowed into the country. So he can't say it's Republicans' fault. He just can't. You can say it's Republicans' fault, you know, when they were in office, maybe in George Bush era, because that was the last Republican to, you know, let it all happen and then Biden, and then Trump drastically lowered it, and then Biden let it go up. Um, I think I said Obama, or Biden instead of Obama, but you know the chain of presidents as how they were voted in, I assure you that I think you're that smart. So he says all these things, and then he's just like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's racism, but racism, and then also let me contradict something I just said 30 seconds ago, Eric. I don't know, did you catch anything else in there? that I, I was flabbergasted, as if you couldn't tell by my face. Audio yeah, face. <laughs> so he clearly what he's trying to do is he what I think he's trying to do, of course, is he wants Joe Biden to maybe do something about it, but he can't really come out and say it. So he has to throw these other. Well, yeah, Republicans, but also Joe Biden. It's like, dude, you can just say that. But but they OK. You can just say that. And he has to his credit. I can't believe I'm defending him, but he has asked for help and he has asked for them to sort of stop what's going on at the border, but to sort of save face and make sure that people know that, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a racist. You still have to, you still have to point the finger. And, and as we know, it doesn't matter what's actually true as long as they say it. So in the same sentence, he can say it's the fault of Republicans for uh, lacking on, on immigration reform. And it's also the, the fault of the white house. Well, which is it, bro? And, and when they say immigration reform, Nobody knows what that means. He's not gonna. He's not gonna spell it out for you. Immigration reform, uh, criminal justice reform. It's just a buzzword that doesn't mean anything except for give us our way, do what we tell you to do. Meanwhile, you can 
go to New York City and watch them hang out outside of the uh, Rowe Hotel in Times Square and throw away peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I've said this numerous times before, but how is it possible that if you want, if I want to live in New York City, if anybody wants to live in New York City, you have to show proof that you make 40 times the amount of your rent, right? So basically, mm. basically, if you don't make like at least $125,000, you can't live anywhere without a co-signer, without a roommate, without like, you can't just get a one bedroom apartment. Most places, I think you have to show maybe you make two or three times. We're talking about 40, four, zero. So you have to make a bare minimum of a cup of more than $100,000 to live anywhere. You have to have identification. You have to have proof of employment. You have to have tax returns just to rent a crummy little place in the slums of Brooklyn with a view of a barbed wire fence. So where are these people going to get any of that? Where, where the, what, what is the first, what is the first step? Say you're living in the row, the row shelter on Times Square in the middle of the city, which used to cost a minimum of $300 a night. What is their first step to getting any of that paperwork to moving out of that shelter? There's no way there can't. There's no way. There's no way. So, so this is, this is one of those problems. This is like, uh, Again, perhaps apples to oranges. This is like a 9-11. Now you have to take your shoes off at the airport temporarily. 23 years later, 20 years later, they're still doing it, right? So this is not going anywhere. The row will never be a hotel again because there's not one, those people, even if they want, are they going to go, are they going to, are they working on their resume on their laptop up in the shelter? Are they going to put, put, a, put a dozen resumes in a, in a file folder and go pound the pavement and go work at a footlocker? Before the Foot Locker closes, are they going to go work at a CVS? Are they going to go work at Chipotle? No, they're not going to do any of that. They're going to continue to have stuff handed to them while they throw out the food that was given to them and claim that they want the food of their native land. Then they should have just stayed in their native land. This is all completely despicable. And for Eric Adams to pretend that he, along with Lori Lightfoot, Gavin Newsom, Mayor Libby Shaft, the former mayor of Oakland, notoriously, who went out and said, I'm not going to tell the ICE, uh, I'm not going to tell the immigrants when ICE is coming because they, you know, they help this community. I mean, it's just all so crazy, but we should, I shouldn't let it surprise me because this naturally is a managed decline. I used to battle with this all the time. Is it incompetence or is it evil? And I used to think that these Democrats, these politicians were just silly, incompetent losers. But now it's obviously they're doing this on purpose. It doesn't get this bad on purpose. And even when Eric Adams is pretending that he's going to fix the situation, like Gavin Newsom in California is pretending that he's going to fix the fentanyl problem. It's all just it's all just a show. It's a circus and it's only going to get worse. I also like how he says everybody came here and, you know, it's the whole nation of immigrants and everything everyone every human is legal but everyone who came to the country before probably world war ii they would call a colonizer if you want to live in this world where you can come to a country and just uh you know in instead of being given something like in in your uh in your example there they'll have to seize you know control of their lives they'll have to get a job somehow and then move out of um move out of New York in order to survive. So then you've got, you know, whatever towns are outside of the purview of New York city and the very expensive areas. Now they're taking an influx of migrants in the best case scenario. 
That's the best and, case scenario is that these people get jobs, save up some money and move far away where they can actually afford something. Well, now you've subjected these places who didn't ask for illegal immigrants to come to their towns and never would have gotten them there. Like Martha's that's Vineyard. Now the only place. Yeah, that's now the only place for them to go. So that doesn't make any sense. So it's a nation of immigrants and everybody came from somewhere sometime. True, except for natives, Eric Adams, you racist. Um, <laughs> hashtag bearing straight. Hashtag original societies of the cradle of life in Northeast Africa. Everybody's an immigrant, but at some point these people had to come here and take land or subtle land or however, however they became ownership of the land. And those people are colonizers, which is bad. So I don't understand the, the point here, Eric Adams. No, he, he literally is one of these people that doesn't make any sense. No, that's actually a, a great point, right? And there comes a what? Yeah, World War II. We'll say the 40s, 30s or 40s or whatever. Anything before that was a colonizer. And this is stolen land. And you should do these land recognitions and all that stuff. Anything after that is, oh, we'll just let them in for free. It's all, I mean, it's completely through the roof. And it does beg the question. It truly, I mean, because I, you know how I've harped on the asylum seekers. It's asylum seekers. That's all he ever says. That the asylum seekers, and that's the that's the new buzzword, right? Because it's been bastardized, it's been mutilated, mutilated so much. There was even a point where you couldn't even say the phrase "illegal alien" in New York. That was illegal. So wrap your head around that. Like to call someone an illegal alien <laughs> is now illegal. Like, but and it, and it was all about context. It was all about control, of course. So if you got if you got an argument with, you know, uh, the doorman who may have been illegal or something, you said, uh, you know, you let somebody steal my package, I'm going to deport you, illegal alien. Then you would be the one in trouble. But my question is, right. last thing here before we move on, how can we expect? anybody because they're all just asylum seekers now right they're coming from all over the world just to seek asylum how can you expect anybody to gather up paperwork to save money to study for a test to show up at the front door uh, knock on it and, and ask for a legal citizenship how can you expect anybody to do that and what about the people who did do that what about all the i mean i know dozens of new yorkers who migrated legally you know their families you know in the late 90s even we're not even talking about that long ago really that came from other places and actually did scratch you know look I, I don't know their full story i don't know maybe they had money i don't know but they now they, they run these little mom and pop businesses um kind of like the, <laughs> the shoe store the shoe store that kramer ran out of business they're, they're <laughs> i story, was gonna but... go with adam sandler's terrible movie called <laughs> the cobbler I don't remember that one i never saw that but generational shoe salesman it sucks <laughs> shoe repairman excuse me how do you expect anybody to do it the right way? How do you expect anybody to do it the right way when all you have to do is show up here and they'll give you a, a, a luxury hotel room? Is anybody is, is anybody <laughs> is anybody in the in the this entire world saying, you know what? I'm gonna buckle down and I'm going to migrate to America the right way? And they show up at a port of entry. Does that is that completely obsolete? I am. I would love to. <laughs> I told you. I told you how to do it. You know how to do it. That is the end of the free podcast audio listeners on, well, you get, um, uh, let's try that again. That is the end of the, <laughs> the audio free version of the bonus podcast for those on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. You know what to do. Go to patreon.com slash uopod. Sign up for one of the tiers. You get this bonus content we're about to get into, and you get the video version of this 
and more. I just uploaded an exclusive reel to there today as well, slash short, slash TikTok, whatever you want to call it. So you guys get cool guy stuff on there. Uopod.com and, of course, patreon.com slash uopod. See you later. Thanks for listening. Turn it up, Jordan.